Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlife. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspirations. Hello and welcome to the show. Lauren Grace here. I am a business mentor and a medium and a seer and I would like to welcome you. I am also the owner operator of Lauren Grace Inspirations and I am very much looking forward to today. It's been a while since I've actually gone live. I have been traveling and I'm now back and getting into the flow of things. So it makes me very excited to be with you here today. And I'm opening up the gates for spirit to come through. I'm really interested in what's going to happen today because I feel like there's a lot of energy that's really going on. Probably going to focus today quite a bit on uh, on my seer skills, on uh, channeling, and also on my clairvoyance. But I am always wanting to talk to spirit as well. So putting out the intention as well that our Passover loved ones can come through to to guide us, to lend some insight and some support, as well as our spirit guides. I am feeling like that may happen today, feeling like there's some animals around and also some fairy, some elemental energy sort of happening. Okay, so I can hear my dog growling outside. He's like, there are people in the house. It's okay. (laughs) It's all good. So welcome, welcome. If you haven't already, please do share this. Let your family and friends know that we are live, that I am taking readings. If you are new, please do let me know as well. And I also wanted to talk to you today a little bit about alignment. So I'm going to get into that in just a second. Before we do, though, if you feel comfortable, I'd like you to take a moment to just arrive here in the now moment. And if you are operating heavy machinery or you're driving, please do not close your eyes. Pay attention. But if you are in a safe space and you feel comfortable, I'd like you to just close down your eyes. Lots of energy coming through. And I'd like you to just sort of feel your sit bones on your chair. And if you feel comfortable to take your fingers and put them on your throat, and I want you to just take a moment to feel your heart beat. So let's take a second to do that now. And as we connect with our heart, we're reminded that our heartbeat is keeping us alive. We're reminded of the power and the beauty of our heart. And one of the things that I've been talking about, feel free to open your eyes now if you'd like, is about the importance of gratitude, of acknowledgement, of connecting with the universe by letting them know that we notice these things, you know, that we're arriving here in the moment now. And one of the ways that I find to connect with the here and now in the moment is to connect with our heartbeat. And I don't know about you, but I don't think that we spend enough time connecting with our heartbeat, connecting with that pulsing sort of sound or feeling that's from the universe, you know, that's connecting us to that here and now moment. And I did a a workshop last week. And one of the things that I was talking a lot about in that workshop was about self-care, was a lot about taking care of ourselves, connecting with our 
our inner guidance so that we can honor where we're at, so we can say the things we need to say, have strong boundaries so that we are able to really honor the journey that we're on. And I feel like when we can connect with our heart space, when we can arrive in the here and the now moment, we set ourselves up for alignment with source. We set ourselves up for alignment with our higher self. And tomorrow on the Afterlight podcast, which is my podcast, I'm going to put a link for you now here that um, I've got a a personal episode that's going out tomorrow. And it's all about how to connect with the higher self and also how to transmute worry. And I share this incredible vision that I had about how to work with worry and how to essentially transmute worry. So that's all going to be happening tomorrow. So if you want to go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcast to the Afterlight podcast, I put a link there is um, that episode is really going to be full of so much information for you. Okay, so let's get into the show now. If you've shared the, uh, the live, please do let me know as well. And also, just one more thing before we get started, in the comments section here of this post, I am also a productivity teacher. So I teach on time management and productivity. It's my passion in life is to really support spiritual professionals like yourself to be more efficient. And I believe that when we can be more efficient, we can actually serve the world better and we can get back our time. So I actually have a uh, online course that I'm offering, which is called Powerful Productivity. I'll put a link to that now for spiritual professionals, teaching them how to be powerfully productive. If you're wondering whether or not this is for you, happy for you to book in a 15-minute call with me for free. I've put a link to that in the show notes where we can talk about your productivity struggles and I can let you know whether or not the course is for you. That call is not a psychic call. It's not a mediumship call. It's not a business strategy call. It's really a lot about helping you to figure out whether or not this course is the right fit for you. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. So I'm just having a look at the different comments. And if you are new, please let me know. And if you'd like a reading, please do let me know. All right, Sally Jackson, let's go ahead and read for you. I don't think I've read for you before. I'm just feeling into your energy now. And I'm actually feeling like nauseous. So there's something going on in my stomach. I actually don't feel very good. So I'm not sure if there's something that's sort of happening with your gut health at the moment, or whether or not there's sort of maybe stagnant energy in the solar plexus chakra that's in the middle area. That's also the area where we're really brave and we're courageous. So I'm actually feeling really um, nauseous. So I'd like to know whether or not that's connecting with you. I'm also feeling that there's something going on here in the throat space and also in the heart space. I can see here that you've just said, can I have a love reading? I don't specialize particularly in love readings, but we'll see what information comes through. Um, If you are looking for a love reading, the psychic advisor, Elsie, E-L-S-E-A Lake, she specializes in love readings. So I would highly recommend that you go and you connect with her. However, when I'm connecting with your energy, I get that. It's a lot about the throat space here. It's a lot about the community. I get that. It's a lot about the communication and a lot about the heart space here. Okay, I get that. So what they're talking about right now is they're talking about being what you want to attract. So sometimes what we do when we want to attract love is we end up going, oh, I don't have it. Or I'm looking around at everything, you know, that I want 
and I'm thinking about how I don't want that. And so what it's doing is actually sort of sending mixed signals to the universe. So what we want to do is we actually want to overdose on love. So this is for anybody who is wanting to connect with love and attract a relationship. This is for you as well as it is for Sally. So what they're talking about is they're talking about overdosing on love because what we tend to do when we're not in relationships is we tend to look around and go, could it be you? Could it be you? Could it be you? Or we look around and go, oh, I really want that. Oh, I really want that. I don't have that. Whereas if we can actually start to overdose on love, like romantic movies, listening to love songs, um, buying ourselves flowers, sort of showing up as the mate that we want to attract for ourselves, what we do is we start to let the universe that that's what we want. I get that. What they're also talking about, Sally, for you is they're telling, talking about creating a list, making like a wish list, but getting really clear and specific about what you do want, not what you don't want. Okay. So what they're talking about, I get that. They're talking about like maybe creating like a little bit of a ritual. I want to talk about using rose rose oil. I want to talk about making like a little bit of a spell or a little bit of an incantation even. So what you can do is you can sit, you can have a glass of wine or a cup of tea or wherever you feel really comfortable, play romantic music, start to think about what romance looks like for you. Put those movies on, think about relationships that are healthy, that you would like to attract yourself, and then start to create your list. Talk about the um, the qualities that you want in a partner, talk about the things that you want to attract in a relationship, but then also talk about who you want to show up as in the relationship, what you want that relationship to bring out within yourself. You know, um, I personally believe that when we are whole and complete as ourselves, that's when we actually attract somebody who's whole and complete as their selves. I don't buy into the whole, we're only half and we need to find our soulmate. I don't really buy into that at all. I believe that we are complete and whole as we are. And when we can take the time to really, I get that, I'll tell her. When we can really take the time to, um, to kind of own that, own ourselves, speak our truth, be who we are. We're going to attract people of the same frequency, of the same like-mindedness. One of the things that they're talking about is, is creating like physical space. So I know that I worked with somebody before and she was like, oh, I really want to attract a mate and blah, blah, blah. But it turns out that her room wasn't really set up for it. You know, she had a lot of decluttering to do. I think that her children slept in her bed with her still, which is fine if that's what you want to do, but it doesn't really create an opening with the universe, right? It doesn't really say to the universe, hey, I'm ready to have a mate here because I'm actually not really set up to, to have that. Um, this person as well, I remember we were talking about the work hours. There were like so many things that they were doing that wasn't really creating space and opportunity for love to walk through the door. So those are some of the things I'd like you to do some homework stuff for you to do, because I really believe that we need to kind of have a bit of a mindset shift here about almost being enough for yourself. And when we're enough for ourselves, what we do is we actually open the door for that other person to come in because that's the frequency that we're emitting. We're not emitting the frequency of lack, we're not emitting the frequency of needing someone to complete us and fill us up, which creates a codependence, see, which we don't want in a whole bunch of issues that can come with that. We're actually saying to the universe, you know what? I'm actually pretty great on my own. So if somebody shows up for me, great. But if not, I really love myself and I'm good as I am. And when we can do that, we're not creating a boundary for love. We're actually saying that that's the kind of 
relationship we want to be open and available to. Okay. So I'm just seeing if you wrote anything to me because when I'm channeling, I cannot read because, um, Okay, I see. So you're talking about anxiety in the stomach. Okay. Um, so one of the things that you could look at doing if you're interested in this. So on my show, the Afterlight podcast, I put a link to it here in October, um, actually in like a, a week or two. I've actually interviewed the owner of the Australian uh, bush flower essences company. And we actually talked about using bok, uh, bush flower as a way of sort of opening up the heart and opening, getting rid of blockages and things like that. So I would really ask you to look out for that episode. We talk a lot about the power of flowers. We talk about the power of raising our vibration in order to really step into our power, to let things go, to clear emotionals and blocks. I get that. And then to move to kind of open ourselves up to a new way of being. So have a look out for that episode, which is going to be dropping in the next week or two on the Afterlight podcast. Now, um, one second, I just have to listen because they were just saying something and I missed it. Can you say that again, please? Right. Okay. So one of the things that they're talking about is creating and opening up a little bit more of the heart space. So I don't know if you were with me earlier when I first logged on here, but I was really encouraging you at home to um, put your fingers on your neck and to feel the pulse of your heart. When we can really connect with our heartbeat, with our heart space, feeling the love that we have for our animals, feeling the love that we have for our family, feeling the love that we have for ourselves, for our friends, for the things that we have, our home, our country, whatever it is that's for you feeling and really getting into that love, what we do is we actually start to open up even more into receiving. And when we can feel that love, we can start to open up to that love coming through a little bit more. They are talking about doing maybe a little bit of heart space clearing, little heart space work. On my show as well, I interview a woman named Rhiannon Hines. We talk about, let me get that episode up for you. Um, there we go. We talk about her book, The Keepers of the Light Codes. I'm going to put that episode for you now in the comments. And we talk about opening up the heart space and how when we can do that, we can open up to love and we can open up to receive to, uh, to receiving because a big part about sometimes when we're looking for relationships or we're looking to even get to know ourselves a little bit more and be complete on our own is that we're not necessarily able to receive, right? We're out of practice. And I think very much as women as well, we sort of get out of the practice of being able to receive. So that book might really assist you as well, giving you some strategies. And we talk a lot in that episode. It's a really moving, emotional episode, a lot about um, showing up and, and being enough for ourselves. I just have to let my dog in one second. Come on. Okay. Hurry up. Sorry. That's what happens. Okay. So now let me just pull a couple cards for you and then we will move forward. Um, oh, I get that. Okay, thank you. One of the things they're also talking about with anxiety, and if you at home um, are struggling with anxiety as well as Sally and I also struggle with anxiety, uh, let's change that. No, we're not cut, cut, clear, delete. We're not struggling with anxiety. Anxiety is something that we're moving through. I get that. So anxiety actually has a soul. So very often when we can acknowledge that we feel anxiety, sometimes we can say to ourselves, okay, where's this anxiety coming from? What's the problem that I have in this moment? Sometimes we, okay, George is all about, it's okay, my 
darling, such a good boy. When we can actually take the time to acknowledge the anxiety, we can actually almost feel into the anxiety. We can nurture the anxiety. So even if you feel comfortable putting your hand on your tummy and really feeling into the anxiety and breathing through it. And then even if you like actually connect with your heart beating up here, you can breathe the anxiety through your heart and it will transmute. Now, another really cool method that I was taught about anxiety as well, which is helpful, is if you actually do this with your hands, like a figure eight, you can really help subside some of that anxiety as well. So that's a really nice technique to assist you with that. So I hope that helps you. I can feel a lot of that anxiety. I get that lot of tension in there. All right. So what I would recommend you do as well is maybe go back and listen to the channel reading that you've just had and write down some of the things that come up that feel truthful to you, okay? Um, remember, if something that I said doesn't work for you, just leave it to the side. It could be that it was for someone else, but it's important, someone else in terms of like someone else who also maybe wants to attract love or is working through anxiety, for example, but there's nuggets of wisdom littered through everything that I said for you. So it's about you, you know, maybe giving yourself a little bit of space to go back and listen and write down some of those key points. Okay, I will pull two cards for you and then I'm going to go ahead and read for someone else as well. Oh, you said, I feel like I'm very open with my feelings, maybe sometimes too open. I love wholeheartedly. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I don't believe there's anything wrong with you just being yourself and giving of your heart. Okay. But remember to give yourself that same grace, that same compassion, that same love, that same understanding. Okay. All right. I'm going to pull, I'm actually going to only do one card for you, my sister, because it was a channeled reading for you today. I don't really always need to use cards when spirit just comes through, but I'll pull one card for you and let's see what we've got here. Okay, lovely. So this is the support system card. So we can see that this woman here, this is card number 20. Two plus zero is a two. Two is all about relationships, partnerships, balance, yin and yang. It's about balancing, giving and receiving, giving and taking. Okay. Sometimes it's not only about giving wholeheartedly to somebody else. It's also about filling up our own cup and taking care of ourselves as well. Now, what we see in this photo as well is we see this woman and she's moving. And I love that because she's got such fluidity in her movement. She's got such grace. But what she's also showing us is she's showing us flexibility. Now, we also see green and gold within this. Now, when I get gold, gold is such a high frequency vibration uh, as a color. So I love that. It automatically adds like a golden kind of shine on everything. It like purifies it really. But then we also see green within this card. And because of the green, green is all healing, growth, and heart chakra, right? So I love this card for you. I absolutely love that. What they're talking about is they're uh, talking to you about being flexible, going with the flow. I get that. And it's bringing me back to what I wanted to talk about earlier on today. And I, I really have saved a lot of the things that I want to share today for the episode that's going live tomorrow for the afterlight podcast. George is all about helping with the readings today. That's so funny. You're so funny and cute. And come here. Come on. You want to come up and help Sally? Okay, then stay there. So one of the things that they are talking about is that when we are 
and alignment, we want to, that's when we feel good, right? So for you, a big part of the homework is like, what can I do to feel better in this next moment? If I'm not feeling very good, how can I adjust my energy? Can I listen to music? Can I go outside and get a breath of fresh air? Can I have a nap? Can I watch a movie? Can I do anything to kind of help realign me to feel better in this next moment? And a big part about being flexible it's a lot about understanding in the here and the now that we have the power to be able to shift and change our energy as long as we're conscientious in doing that. So I want you to start to look out for those opportunities when you're maybe not as in alignment as you'd like to be. If you want to hear more on this subject, please listen to my podcast, which drops tomorrow at 1111 here in Australia on the Afterlight podcast. So I hope that you found that helpful. You're so welcome, Sally. And keep me posted on your journey because I don't think love is too far off for you. I just think it's about you taking a bit of time right now to show up for yourself. Okay. Thank you. All right. So let's see what else we've got here. Just having a look at the comments. Thank you for everyone who shared this. I appreciate that. And um, just having a look at the comments, sort of getting caught up because I'm a little bit behind. As I said before, when I channel, I don't look. <laughs> at the different comments. Um, okay. All right, Anna, let's go with you, Anna, Eva. I know I have read for you before, but I see that you've shared. Thank you very much. So let's see what we got. Anna, Eva, or Anna, Iva, if you want to let me know if you are here, please, that would be wonderful. I'm just looking, listening, and feeling. Just listening. I know sometimes when I have dead air, it's not great, but this is just, I got to just listen because I feel like something's coming through. I'm just writing down what I'm getting coming through because when it comes through, it's like if I told it to you in the order I get it, it might not work the same. So, okay. All right. I am feeling some um, pressure, a little bit of pain in my solar plexus, but also my sacral area, my sacral chakra. So um, for you, that might be an area, it's a couple of areas that are a bit unbalanced. So that's like the sacral chakra is like in the womb sort of area that that color is orange and also in the solar plexus chakra and that's yellow. And that's a lot about courage and bravery. Um, the sacral chakra is all about sexuality and also creativity. So there's there might be something that you want to enhance a little bit there. So maybe doing something creative, wearing orange, for example, um, wearing yellow, even holding your stomach that feels comfortable, maybe rubbing it gently to try to just kind of nurture that area a little bit, I think might be helpful for you. They're also talking about the need to ground because I'm feeling some pressure in my head. So it feels to me like there's a lot of stuff that's going up here going on up here in the head. And they're talking about roots and growing roots out your feet. So um, I get that. So one of the things that they're also talking about is the soul star. Is it the soul star? That doesn't sound um, earth star. Is it the earth star? I can't Google it right now, but it's like the earth. I believe it's the earth star. It's below our feet. It's like a chakra center. If anyone knows, please tell me because I'm getting confused here. Um, but it's basically the chakra center that's below our feet. 
Earth Star. And so what it is, is what you what they're talking about doing. And this is also for anybody who wants to be grounded a little bit more, because if you're anything like me, sometimes you live up in your head. And so it's important that we actually do activate our lower chakras, which are solar plexus, sacral chakra and our root chakra or base chakra. That's yellow, orange and red accordingly. And that's from the stomach down. OK, so when we activate our earth chakra is that we we go earth star. This is bugging me. I'm sorry. I just have to earth star chakra. Yes, Earth Star Chakra. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so the Earth Star Chakra is basically below our feet. And so what you want to do is you go outside bare feet if you feel um, like this is comfortable for you and you actually jump up and down and you take your your heels and you pop them on the ground and you kind of imagine in your imagination or you could just set your intention. I get that. I'll tell her that the Earth Star is clearing so it's kind of like if it's really full of stuff like muck or um, like rain clouds kind of, and you, you basically jump on your heels and your intention is to really dislodge a lot of that energy. I think that will really help you and it'll help to transmute some of the stuff that's sort of going, going on for you. Um, I feel like maybe if you can look at doing a chakra rebalancing in general, I know Insight Timers got some really great chakra meditations on there. I have on my podcast, the Afterlight Podcast, a rainbow chakra meditation that you may be interested in trying out. Let me just put the link for you here, rainbow. Um, if I can bring it up quickly, Afterlight Podcast. So the rainbow chakra meditation is basically where I like guide you, guided meditation to go in and to clear your chakras. Because for you, I'm feeling that there's also some stuff that's going on in terms of the throat and the throat really feels like it needs to be cleared. So there's like a communication thing that's going. So I think if you could actually take a bit of time to just kind of go in and sort of reset everything, I think that you'll find that that's helpful for you. Okay, a couple of things that I wrote down. <clears throat> I heard like angels singing when I was connecting with your energy. And I was getting a lot of pinks and a lot of whites coming through. I was also getting Shamuel and Jophiel. So if you want to work with Shamuel's energy, that's a lot of unconditional love, a lot of pink. And then if you want to also work with Jophiel, that's a lot of like light blues. Jophiel really helps you to beautify things. So it's like sometimes when we're feeling down in the dumps and we're feeling negative or not as maybe as joyful as we could be, we actually can invite Jophiel in to come in and assist us with thinking beautiful thoughts. So those are some of the things that's coming through. Now, I don't know why they're showing me this, but I'll just I just tell you what I get. I don't know if there's a soul here that I haven't connected to yet, but I'm getting a memory or a vision, not future, this is past, of like sitting around a campfire. I feel like it's girl guides or like a women, like a, a circle of um, young women and they're singing Kumbaya. I don't know if you know that song. But it's kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya, kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya, kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya, oh lord, kumbaya. And they're sitting around a fire and it's a lot about transmutation. They're talking a lot about working with the element of fire, all right, and to transmute stuff. So uh, in my episode, I know shameless plug the whole time here, it doesn't bother me, um, but going live tomorrow on the Afterlight podcast, I actually talk about a practice that you can use to transmute worry. So that's all going to be in that episode. However, 
they are showing for me campfire. They are playing that and they are talking about sisterhood. So I don't know whether or not you've been tapping into your community, whether you've been asking for some support. I feel like a sisterhood is very strong around you. If not strong around you, it could be an indication that you maybe had that at one time. And it's about looking to, to bring that forward again. So I'm also getting a lot of stuff going on in the throat. It's really making me feel like scratchy, difficult to speak, difficult to get things out, okay? And I'm also feeling quite a bit of pressure in the neck area. So what I'd like you to do is look for ways to transmute things in your life that's not working. Now, if you're going to work with the fire element, always do that safely. Remember, always be careful. But fire is such a cleansing thing. Sometimes when we write down stuff and we burn it safely in the flames, it releases it to God or the source or, you know, just out to the creator, allows it to be free from us. Um, there's a I get there's a really big em emphasis here on sisterhood. I also want to talk about priesthood with you. Um, priestesses, not priesthood, priestesses. It's like they're showing me. Uh, past life where you were actually a priestess. I want to talk about Avalon. I also see you with other women around in a circle, singing, holding hands, wearing white robes. Um, I feel like you have headpieces as well. Adornments. They're talking about adornments. There's like a sisterhood that's here. I'm getting a lot of goosebumps, a lot of confirmation from that. It's about reconnecting with your sisters here now. Okay, so I feel like that's a really big thing for you. If you're missing that in your life, maybe just putting out the intention of reconnecting with your sisterhood. Um, but they are showing me, I get that. So it's like they're showing me that there's like a past life here where you're with these priestesses and you're they're showing me like the community and the group. And then there's like, I'd love to know in a minute whether or not you resonate with the Kumbaya and like the girl guides or the sisters the, the young women sitting around a circle and bonding or whether or not that was just a way of my guides talking to me about sisterhood because that's what they do, right? They sometimes show me things that are reference points for myself in order to translate or to properly explain to you the channeled messages that I'm getting. So when they're showing me the Avalon and the sisterhood here, I feel like there was like a separation and everyone kind of went their own way. So there was like the group that was formed and then people had to go like the leader left and they had to kind of um, disperse and go and do their own thing. And I really feel like there was a separation, in fact, of land so um, that people actually relocated. So there was something going on there with that. OK, so I'm just going to see if you're with me. I don't know. I'm really far down in the comments. So um, Anna, I don't even know if you're actually knowing that I'm reading for you. But if you are, please do let me know. And, um, and if you're not, I might just send you a DM or reply and let you know that this is all for you. So what I'll do is I'll pull one card for you. And then we will move forward as well. Okay. Transmutation, there needs to be like a freeing. 
I really feel like I have to kind of free stuff from my okay they're like talking about chanting chanting singing really in that way so if you can look for ways to do that in your life even if you can look for ways to like sing sometimes that's really helpful you can sing even rock music anything that really resonates with you to kind of free out that to to hear your own voice because sometimes when we're sort of subdued or we're not really saying the things we want to say um, our words and sometimes our, you know, our real thoughts can really kind of like get suppressed. So if we can look for ways to be brave and comfortable in a comfortable way, it allows us to practice for when we actually need to do that, that work. Um, but for you, I really want to um, sing and chant and like, I feel like maybe dragon energy is something that you might want to look at actually. So if you're interested on my show, the afterlife podcast, I interviewed a dragon channeler and she talks all about channeling with dragons. So there's something going on here with dragons as well. Oh yeah, that's cool. So maybe that's a big part about why we also got fire element coming through is a big part about working with the dragon spirit too. So, okay. And then your card is easy. Does it? And this is card number 17, one plus seven. And one plus seven is an eight and eight is all about full circle. It's also about what we put out comes back to us. Eight is also about abundance. And for me, it's like connection with the universe because everything's divinely guided. Everything's divinely ordered. So it's like everything is sort of full circle. So we can see this woman as well. She's being really centered. And we can see again, that fire element really coming through and that she's being really grounded. I love all the colors here. I love the gold. I love the greens. Greens coming through. That's a lot about grounding with the earth energy, but green is also about heart energy. So it's really bringing in the whole idea again of rebalancing and connecting with your chakras. Um, because we also have the element of fire, we're also being reminded of the transmutation. Now she's talking about easy does it. So she's talking about as well as um, like going slowly, not worrying about having to do everything all at once. When I channel and I get information, I just have to give it to you as fast as I receive it. So maybe go back, listen to the reading, see what resonated with you, write down any of those thoughts. And just remember, you can always come back and revisit this at any time. A big part about it though, is like not to overwhelm yourself. The other thing too, is that for you, community is really going to be important. Maybe looking for ways that you can really get out in the community, engage and and sort of reconnect and find your sisters again, I think is going to be really important for you. Okay. So I hope that you found that helpful, Anna. And if you've been listening, uh, I would love to know your feedback. And if you didn't get this reading, I really hope that, um, well, I'll send you a DM or like a reply and let you know that it's there. Okay. So thank you. If you are new to the reading, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm just having to look at all of the comments, see some familiar names. Thank you very much for being here. And Ruthie, you're talking about I was in Girl Guides and did that. It's also my past life in Avalon. Very strange. Very cool. That's very cool. There may be like a some kind of a, um, a connection with you, maybe and this other woman, Anna. So that is super interesting, Ruthie. Thank you for sharing that. I love the past life stuff. I actually haven't, I don't think I've done past life work in a live yet. So that's awesome. I did tell them I wanted to do more of that. So that's very cool. All right. Vicki Ann, Vicki Ann, are you here? I feel drawn to your energy. If you want to let me know if you are watching, please. 
And I'm just connecting with your energy, looking, listening, and also feeling. Just give me a moment, please. Just listening. Really interesting. I feel like there's like a um, male around you. I'm just trying to see whether or not I can get him to come through. Does feel like a younger male to me, like probably in their 40s. I can't tell if they're in spirit or not, or if this is like a, a vision because they're showing to me in a different way. So it could be a guide. Um, so when I get when I do mediumship, basically the way that it works for me is like in initially the spirit comes through on my left side and I see them up here on the left. Um, for you, though, this guy's coming through on my right. And normally when I get people coming through on the right, it's a guide. So I'm really going to have to go with that for a minute that I'm getting a guide here. I actually, this is cool, like past lives today and guides this is exciting. So, okay, I am feeling like it's a guide. So it's a male guide for you. Um, he comes through for me. He looks around 40. He's got brown hair. It's kind of longish, but almost like shaggy. Okay. Um, so that's coming through. But what's really interesting is when I was first connecting with this energy, I was getting, I come from Milan down under and I'm in Australia. I don't know if you are as well. And I also got, we can dance if we want to. And the way that they were showing me, it was kind of, oh, I get that. Yeah. Thank you. They're talking about working with elves, working with elven spirits, working with the fairies and the elementals, but they're talking in particular about working with the elven spirits. This is super interesting. And actually on my Instagram at the afterlight podcast, I actually posted a video today about um, Diamira. She's a woman I interviewed all about working with the fairies and the elementals. And actually we have, I put a video about meeting fairy. You might want to check that out, but there's a big draw for you here to be working with the elven elemental energy. And what they're showing me is they're showing me like we can dance if we want to, but they're showing me this vision of like a big table, almost in medieval times and like a boom, 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 like fists on the table. And that's the song we can dance if we want to, but they're showing me that in that scene. So there's like this groundedness. I'm getting a lot of browns. I'm getting a lot of greens. I'm getting a lot of wood tone, like wood colors as well. So it's a lot about grounding. So I'm, I'd love to know, do you work a lot with this, um, the elemental energy? Do you work a lot with nature, uh, working with your hands? There's a, all that kind of stuff is sort of coming out for for me when I'm connecting with your energy here. I'm just going to have a quick look actually while I keep going and see whether or not you connected with this. So you're saying yes and yes. So fantastic. So if that's connecting with you, wonderful. So please do. I'll actually just put a link for you now. Um, Dia, Mira, and I had this super cool conversation. I'll link you to part one. And if you feel drawn to it, you can listen to part two. I also work with someone in, in, I've interviewed a woman in coming up in two months or a month and a half or something like that, where we talk a lot about working with earth spirits. I get that. They're talking about how you actually have maybe shamanism tendencies. Like maybe you're really naturally drawn to the earth. However, I really, I, I really keep wanting to talk about element energy. Um, the other thing for you that they're talking about, if you haven't already looked into it is working with ley lines. 
So the ley lines are like the energetic lines in the earth. And sometimes what we do is we can learn to heal the ley lines. We can learn about um, actually feeling them where we go. Some areas of the earth have um, higher energy than other areas. So it's about working with that. They're talking about how you actually have a, I think part of your life purpose, honestly, is actually helping to clear and cleanse the earth and work with earth spirits. So please look out for my episode with Kara coming up in about two, a month and a half or something, where we actually talk about working with the earth spirits. We talk about one of the things that she does in her work. And if you want information on this in advance, just let me know. She, um, her business is called uh, Deep Root Connections. She actually does go to your area where you live and she gives you readings on the earth energy there. She can tell you different things to do to really help your help the earth where you're working, where you're living. I keep wanting to talk about ley lines for you. If you're having a difficulty with sleeping, it could be that your bed is in the wrong position based on the ley lines. George is here. He wants to help. He's really all in about the readings today. He's really assisting me. Um, so that's so cute. And yeah, so I'm really interested if that's, oh, you've been told that that's your purpose. Well, that's really great validation. So thank you for sharing that. I guess they're like, are you listening? So I really feel like there's all these elves that want to work with you. Elves and gnomes, like that kind of elemental level. So uh, the thing is, this is like, Vicky Ann, are you listening to this? So it's more about, um, I get that. They want to subtly remind you again. Sometimes those of us, myself included, we need to be reminded many times about something before we do it, or we need to be sort of, um, we need multiple signs, I guess, from the universe to, to discern whether or not we're on the right track. But a big thing here for you is that I get that is like feeling into what feels right for you and then saying, yes, I am ready. Show me the next step. You know, you can put your hand on your heart and be like, universe, I'm ready. Show me the next step. The also the thing that they're talking about as well is looking at transmuting grief. So I don't know if you have some sadness that's sort of sitting within you, but like your earth, your earth connection can really help you with, um, sorry, George is knocking stuff over in my house, in on my desk, your earth energy can really help you with the cleansing and the transmutation. So I feel like getting into the earth is really going to assist you with that. In my episode with Kara, we also talk, Kara rather, we also talk about portals and things of that nature. Do not explore that until you're really familiar with what to do there. But um, I really hope that that message has been received from you. Okay, I'll pull a card for you too. We'll go with the human spirit card here. George is so funny. Uh, anyway, he's he's helping me along. You want to come up here? I'm trying to do a reading right now, mate. Okay, so the reading for you that we got is Wallflower, and this is number 22. And this is wallflower and we can see here the earth element, but it's like about blending in. So that's really cool. So I love that because when I think about the, the elven um, elves and the, and the gnomes and stuff, they do sort of blend in, right? They kind of, all of a sudden you'll look and you'll go, Oh, wait a minute. Is that a, 
tree stump and then you'll see a face in it or something like that. It's about sort of camouflaging it. I feel like for you, maybe you've been spending a lot of time blending in. Maybe you're a little bit nervous about standing out. You can do this work in a way that feels comfortable for you. You don't have to um, do this work in a way that makes you feel like you're the star of the show or going outside of your comfort level or anything like that. So it's just about giving yourself the space and the grace to be able to really notice the calls that you have within yourself, the purpose that you may feel that you have within you, and then knowing that everything will be provided for. So it's sort of, you know, doing so in a way that you feel comfortable. I also feel like this could be talking about you being a wallflower, but it's also your time to sort of step out, step into your, into your power, your time to shine. And, you know, when we see number 22 here, it's a master number. 22 is all about balance. It's all about yin and yang, give and take. It's also about partnerships, could be about business partnerships, could also be about relationships, could be connection to your higher self as well. When I get 22 for me, like two, 22 is my favorite number. But when I get two and 22, it also reminds me about business endeavors as well. So you may want to look into that. So yeah, I'd love to see if that resonated with you. Oh, you said yes, you hide. And um, yeah, so it's just about giving yourself a little bit of space to be able to slowly and surely step out where you feel comfortable. Sometimes on the other side of fear is a miracle and we have to take those brave steps. But remember that if you're ready, the universe will show you the way. And sometimes when we don't listen and they tell us 25,000 times, then they have to kind of like be a little bit more obvious. So just, you know, message received. I got that. Whenever I ask for messages, I always ask for like graceful, easy messages with humor to be delivered to me. So that's always a, a helpful way of doing that. All right. Well, I hope that you found that helpful. Thank you for um, allowing me to read for you, Vicki Ann. Okay. I'm just going to block a user and delete the comment and stephanie asked me who is george this is george he's my dog and he just had a massive haircut he's normally a little fluffy and um, he helps me with my readings and um, today he's been very proactive with that so um, thank you george he's bugging me to sit on my lap so that's why he's here right now but i'm sure he'll get down in a second Okay, so um, thank you so much for listening and for watching. I'd like to do a three-card reading now. George, can you get down, please? Thank you. Okay, so what I'd like to do is if you are watching, please let me know if you'd like card number one, card number two, card number three. And I will see here what card we get. Card number one, two, or three. And a big part about this as well is just remembering that there's always going to be a message for you hidden within anything that I'm talking about. Um, source always gets me to share stories, anecdotes, metaphors, examples, anything like that that's really going to assist you in learning the lessons within yourself. Um, I also see sometimes people have synergies or synchronicities that are going on with the people that I'm breeding for. So very often that's because there's also messages for you within the stuff that I'm doing. So just because you may not be the person that gets a one-on-one -on -one reading doesn't mean that there isn't value for you within this. Um, just a friendly reminder as well that I am a productivity coach. I am, um, that's actually, I don't really call myself that, but I'm a business mentor as well as a medium. And so I'm really passionate as well about working with spiritual professionals to assist them 
to time manage. I know it might be a little bit of a disconnect in what I do, but I really believe that when we can learn to time manage, that we can actually get our life back, right? And one of the things that I know for sure is that we're all here to do stuff. We're all here to live our purpose. We're all here to follow our divine blueprint. And I believe that when we know how to do things more efficiently, properly, we can actually love our life better. We can be more efficient. We can get back time with our loved ones, self-care, time to pursue the things that we want to do. So if you are interested in learning about how to become more powerfully productive, I have put, I will put for you now, a link to my online course that I'm selling. If you want to know whether or not this is for you, I'm happy to jump on a 15 minute call for you. It was all about productivity. However, you can book for that in my comments. This is not a business strategy call. It is not a reading. It is nothing like that it is really talking about your productivity challenges and seeing whether or not this course is the right fit for you. But I invite you to, to take advantage of that if you'd like, or just send me a DM with any of your questions. All right, so let's go ahead now. One, two, or three, and we'll do our reading. And I don't know if any of you have asked me, I didn't notice, but I am reading today from the Human Spirit Oracle. I do have other decks littered about, but this is the, um, the deck that I'm reading from at the moment that has been feeling really comfortable. Okay, so my people number one, people number one, Okay, so I have a homebody. The card is homebody, and it's card number 32, and three plus two is a five. Five is about change. However, in relation to this card, a five for me is also about foundation, and it's sort of about, about middle of the road. So it's when I get this card, I get that. It's about foundation, though, for this particular reading, okay? So five for some people are like, change, but that's it. Yeah, well, sometimes I have multiple meetings for numbers just based on my experience with them. This is a a lot about home is where the heart is. This is a lot about you making sure that your home is your safe space. I know I was talking to somebody a little while ago and they work a lot and they're very successful in their work, but they're not really connected with where they live. They actually want to physically move to a new home because the home that they're in is just no longer part of who they are and who they want to be and who they want to take themselves into in the future. So this is the homebody card. So what I'd like you to, to look at in this card, number one, we see the orange we see yellow and we see reds. Those are all the base chakras. Those are all about being grounded. They're about being here in the now. They're about being anchored. A big part about the home body card is making sure that your home really is your sanctuary. It's not only your physical home. We see this woman is actually part of her physical home, but it's also about the body that you live in, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're eating well, that you're sleeping well, that you're exercising, that you're doing all the things that you need to do to create a home, a safe space for yourself where you live in your own body. Okay. So this is putting a lot of emphasis on making sure that you're taking care of things where you live physically, but also where you live in your actual body. Card number two. Uh, okay. This is the card that is called too many hats. And this is card number 36, three plus nine, three plus six rather is a nine. Nine is about end of cycle. It's about culmination and getting ready for the next step. It's sort of a lot about things sort of wrapping up. 
Okay. When we're getting this card and it's about wearing too many hats, this is about where is your focus? I feel like you're kind of doing a lot of different things and it's about focusing on maybe one thing. One of the things that we tend to do, especially as business people, is we tend to focus on many projects at once versus really niching down and doing one thing well, okay? It's not always fun to do one thing. I know that, especially if you're an entrepreneur, connect with that. It can be boring, right? We have shiny object syndrome where we're looking and we're like, oh, look at that's cool. And we follow that for a while. Look, that's cool. And we follow that around. This is a lot about taking the time to really focus on the things that are important, especially in terms of prioritization, laser focus, being where you are. This is also about wearing too many hats. So it could be that you're playing a lot of different roles. You're trying to be a lot of different people for a lot. Uh, you're trying to be a lot of different roles for a lot of different people. So this is about really being aware of your boundaries being really conscientious of the things that you say yes to and the things that you say no to. One thing that I always like to do is like, does this take me into the direction of who I want to be and where I want to go and grow or not? If the answer is no, then you need to act like say no to that thing. I'm just going to open my door and let George out. He's done. Okay. All right. And then card number three. Card number three is face the music. And this is card number 28. And two plus eight is a one or 10 rather, at 10, one plus zero is one. And one is all about new beginnings, new ideas, new pursuits, getting on the path and getting ready for sort of the next step. This is also about facing the music. So this could be about maybe something that we've been avoiding that we haven't been wanting to look at. This is a lot about making sure that, you know, you're facing the direction that you want to go in. You know, um, we also hear, a, we see a lot of musical references here as well. So this could also be a sign that you're quite clear audience. That means that you may get, get messages that are really dropped into your mind in terms of maybe you'll hear voices in your mind um, in a way that's like from spirit. You may also get lyrics that are dropped in. Sometimes what happens, we'll be in the shower and we may hear a song or we'll wake up and we may hear a song. When we hear songs, very often there's messages within them. So for example, if you had Fleetwood Mac song, Go Your Own Way, playing in your head randomly, quote unquote, randomly, or all of a sudden, it could mean that it's actually about you following your own journey, not listening to someone else. If you had a song like I'm on the edge of glory from Lady Gaga, which plays for me a lot when I'm reading for people, actually, it's really a lot about continue to go for that. You're three feet from goal, move forward, keep on going, right? Whereas if you were to get stop right now by the Spice Girls, for example, that might may, maybe say, hey, stop, have a pivot. Is there something that needs to be changed? Do you need more information? What's really going on here? All right. So. That is um, the one, two, three card readings. And I want to thank you very much for being here today. Thank you for sharing the reading. I have only a couple of minutes left, so I am going to wrap up. Joanne, you said that each card resonated with you. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. I mean, there's always going to be little nuggets of wisdom that we hear within all of these readings. There's a reason why spirit has me choose certain cards is the reason why I read for certain people. It's really to serve the greater good. It's to serve as many people as possible. So Joanne, I'm really glad that you resonated with that. Thank you for sharing. And thank you very much, everybody, for um, your comments, Ruthie, getting messages and voices and songs, Stephanie, appreciating card number one. You're so welcome. And just remember to just be kind with yourself. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to my podcast, The Afterlight Podcast. 
new episodes every Thursday, but I also put episodes throughout the week. And uh, I want to thank you again for all your support. And I will see you next week, same place, same time. Thank you very much and good night. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspirations. I'm a channel of the light and work with spirit guides, angels, the higher self and past over loved ones to provide you with support, clarity and encouragement. Using oracle cards, mediumship and clairvoyance, my readings will leave you feeling comforted and empowered. I have various reading options available, ranging from 30-minute readings to 60-minute readings to group sessions. I also work with professionals to help them gain clarity in business and life purpose. To book a reading with me, simply head to laurengraceinspirations.com. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcasts and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.